not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 Welcome back, everybody, to Podcast Beyond, episode 403. I'm Max Scoville. Joining me today, Marty Sleva. Hello, everybody. Andrew Goldfarb. Hi. You got way up in there. Wow. So last week, what a, what uh, last week I got catchphrase. some, some, I got some hey. last week. Then the video version, my face was blocked by the mic. So now I'm Now it looks invisible. weird. Now it looks like that mic is doing weird things. And yeah. Jared Petty. Hi. Uh, Brian Altano is... Has indisposed. He went to the airport. He's hunting buffalo. Something. He's finally getting TSA pre-check, which uh, I highly recommend. I have global entry and pre-check. It's real nice. That'd be real sad if you got declined for high uh, TSA pre-check. You can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to. Yeah. For global entry, you have to apply with like your last five years of like living history and employment history. And like, there was a little while in there where I was like freelancing and like on couches, but like you can't have any gaps. Okay. Well, wait. So like, if you're, I had to put like little addresses and be like. They were like begin in February, end in February. Oh no! Wait, they hold unemployment against you though. Like, what if like what if like um, your industry like shuts down or something and I'm sure you lose you your job? Self, you can put self employed during that time. I think. Okay. World's number one PlayStation podcast. Absolutely. Sounds, I'm just tired of thinking about that. I'm sorry if I'm a little bit low energy today. I think I have a sinus no, infection. I was really sick I, we last week. You while you were yeah, we missed you. Um, yeah. It's been like it's been a kind of a rough, weird week. I just kind of crashing from seven months of just kind of going hard doing mm-hmm. doing IGN yeah. stuff and just partying uh, nonstop. Uh, we got Gamescom coming up, and then and PAX Prime Pax, too, yeah. and the jury's still out on TGS and Paris Games Week. But there's that is D23, possibly. There's New York Comic Con. D23, I'm thankfully not involved with. Yeah, uh, no idea about. Have you seen there's the first uh, 22 Ds? Uh, I heard that. I, I keep thinking it's a Mighty Duck sequel. Yeah. Like I keep thinking that it's just like, yeah, you thought that D two was crazy. Was that this a, one uh, was D? Was, These kids was, are all in their forties. Was now. Mighty Ducks a Disney movie? Mighty yeah, Ducks yeah. was oh, a yeah. Disney Could movie. Could Mighty yeah. Ducks be in Kingdom Hearts three? Uh, Ooh, wow. I would, see, I would love it if they did like a Kingdom Hearts thing where it was all of the weird sort of like B-side deep cut Disney stuff, like the Mighty Ducks animated series that came out in like, yeah. 1996 where they were aliens and they lived in Anaheim. Yeah. That, would amazing. Amazing. that would be amazing. Yeah. Awesome. And they fought yeah. these like weird orcs. Oh, man. Yeah, for so totally reason. Uh, just entirely based on Disney cartoons like uh, Goof Troop and Gargoyles. Yeah. 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 Totally. They're cool. Gargoyles. Wait a minute. Was Gargoyles produced by Disney? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Marty, Marty has a good Gargoyles. I don't know. Have told you my Gargoyles story? No. I love Gargoyles. We can totally talk about this. Podcast. <laughs> Let's pretend we're talking about speculative Kingdom Hearts DLC. Marty, there, I will always talk about Gargoyles. Tell me about there it. There was Who's a, your favorite, first There was of all? a bartender. Uh, I like that little dog one. What was his name? Oh, Bronx? Yeah. Bronx is pretty uh, good. There was a character named Xanatos. Yeah, so, David Xanatos yeah. was, uh, was the main villain. <laughs> so, wow, I didn't expect that. I was the help of Detective yeah. Elisa Maza. <laughs> That's right. That was, a, that was a fine television show. I watched show. the crap out of Gargoyles. Although it was uh, a little, when they got in the time travel stuff, it was a little, little odd. There. Yeah, then it got weird. A bartender uh, who I had a huge crush on at uh, a bar in San Francisco called uh, Giordano Brothers. Uh, her, I, We were talking about sometime, I don't know what we were talking about, but the, the show Gargoyles got brought up. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. that was a really car- cool cartoon. Do you remember it? And she's like, I do. My dad created it. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah! Wow! Yeah. And her favorite game was Grim Fandango. Her, fa- her wow. favorite game of all time. I would have a crush. On, I have a crush what? on her right now. She had a yeah. tattoo of Han Solo's blaster. What? Yep. A DL forty four. Wow! Then she fell off the grid. She didn't have any social social media, and she quit that place, and now she's off the grid. Wow! And she's just fan. She's Man. living in a wigwam and, and at the top of a building. She's like living in a wigwam in the Poconos oh, or yeah. something. Like, yeah, it's a yurt. It's pretty cool. Hey, we got some cookies with Andrew this week. Oh boy! Let's do it. 
kind of burped when I said that. <laughs> but you just sounded, you could not have sounded less interested in quick, quickies with Andrew. Why don't you take us, why don't you take us in the old said, closet and give us a couple quickies? Oh, before I thought you said cookies with Wait, Andrew. Wait, before we start, oh, we should talk about thing. these little guys. If you're watching oh, the video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, aren't they great? Look at these They're very adorable. nice little characters. If you're not watching the video, you have no idea what we're referring to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Here, my I'll gosh. give you a hint. Yeah, that's, that's an audio. This is an audio only thing, or a video only. So if you're watching the audio, you're never gonna know what we're talking Exclusive. about. Exclusive. I like that. Like these are adorable and incredible. I like that yours. Your glasses are so thick. It almost looks like you're wearing like a bandit mask. Like a slide. For those of you listening yeah. at home, these are um, little portraits of us done in sort of an eight bit style. Yeah, made yeah. out of perler beads, which are a delightful crafting treat. Thank you for catering to my vanity. I uh, really who, appreciate uh, this. Uh, Brian this was the one who had the letter on who yeah. sent it. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So a beard we'll, we'll, him next time. we'll 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 pit him next time. I really do love how you're kind of just like one step away from the Hamburglar, though. Yeah, I just much, it's great. It's adorable. Adorable. Too far off. I'm, sec- I'm sexy new Hamburglar. Oh. <laughs> Things Marty Sleepa <laughs> says while looking into my eyes <laughs> <laughs> just make me want to tear off all of my clothes. Yeah. I just want to burn all the clothes I own. I never want to wear clothes again. That was so sexy. Look deep. <laughs> so turned on right now, uh, Andrew. For the love, I just of, had grandkids. For the love uh, of okay. every. We'll we'll thing. run through these pretty quickly. Uh, no, these are big things. We, top right of these the are important. Quickie quickie these are let's, things we want to talk about. Them. Let's Wait. make them sh- like slightly longer than these are delicious. These are delicious cookies. Longies right. with Andrew. There's Goldberg. a Crash Bandicoot <laughs> cartoon. Oh wait, no, there isn't. There never was one. But we found proof that there might have been one at one at some point. Tell us about the the Bandicoot. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it, it it's like a really weird theme song that plays like a like a cartoon, but uh, it was meant to be the animated intro, I believe. Yeah, um, it was it was like a demo reel or, uh, of some kind, like a proof of concept. That one of the lyrics from the song is "Play the game and tell your friends, so we'll make lots of loot." And then a giant money bag drops on them. It's just great. I like, like, yeah. This is this is undeniable proof that Crash Bandicoot is stupid. Because they kind of allude to that like three or four times in the song. They're like, yeah, Crash Bandicoot and friends are going to save the day. Also, Crash is a small brain and it's, <laughs> he's, he's a dumb man. Yeah. It's like one plus one is three. Yeah. The, yeah. The playing did off you know this. that uh, Neil that's Druckmann incorrect. and Bruce Straley wrote the lyrics? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real there's fact. A, there's is a that real? Dark twist no, again. I made that up. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. seems like a lie. Uh, Crash Bandicoot's a weird, a weird hero, uh, hero for a couple of reasons. One is that he wears uh, jean shorts and no shirt. So him yeah. and John Cena are the two most popular figures to ever wear jean shorts and no shirts. No shirts, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's sort of strange. I don't know if anyone yeah. else has ever done that. Uh, it's it's uh, antiquated that you say jean shorts as opposed to jorts. I don't like the term jorts. I, I like do, a lot of portmanteaus. It, it sounds like punching someone in the neck with a sound. Yeah. Yeah, Short, I, yeah, I yeah, think jean shorts is better. I, I, yeah. I, I prefer that as well. Denim okay. shorts? Marty. What's that? Denim them, shorts? Them denim shorts? Yeah. yeah. They had this ever, denim couch like, in Ikea like the other day. I really wanted it. Denim couch? Yeah. That's awful. I wanted it so badly. It's comfortable. It's going to be really you, hot. If you sit on that couch too long in those jeans, you're going to turn into a couch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get off. Whatever I fuse the couch. Mom. If I could be fused to a couch for the rest of my life, I'd be all right with that. That sounds kind of like a perfect reality. Okay, so this wasn't a real cartoon. This was an animated intro. But there have been a lot of uh, video game cartoons. Are there any yeah. video game cartoons that people have actually liked? Well, I, I enjoyed the Mortal Kombat one, but I was like Ooh. 11. Yeah. Yeah, I don't – like I I can watch the Zelda one like and enjoy it ironically. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I, I laugh at it and I enjoy it while I'm watching it, but it's not like because it's like so high quality or anything. Yeah. Not in the way like back in the day I would watch like Batman animated series. I don't think there's yeah. a cartoon that's like of that I caliber. Mean, it's really Pokemon good, yeah. was kind of a thing that it was cross-media, mm-hmm. so sort of – but I remember as a kid uh, – 
like having to, to grab some channel from Chicago that didn't air in like WBN. via antenna and yeah. being able to like watch the cartoon. I think it was before the game came out in the U.S. Yeah, before yeah. the cards and everything. I remember waiting for the first movie because they had like the Egyptian. Yeah, you got the Mew. Egyptian Mew. Right. Right? Yeah, I yeah. waited to get that. Uh, I think I went to the second movie in theaters too, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my mom took me to the first. I'm one. sorry, mom. Yeah. I feel that's like all the things that I did that were like you know like I broke a towel rack once, <laughs> like I I keyed a rental car. Because I was a kid, I feel really bad about dragging my mom to see the Pokemon movie. Yep, yeah. I feel the exact same thing. Same. It's yeah. just there's a there's a special guilt there. No. No. See, I'm a little older than you guys, so I grew up on the video game cartoons. We had there was Saturday Supercade, mm-hmm. uh, which was like a variety show with several popular video game characters. For some reason, Frogger was like a newspaper writer. Um, huh. I don't know why. What do you and mean then, for some reason, that yeah, it's just, I I don't know. It just <laughs> seemed this odd jump from guy crossing logs to get to his girlfriend a newspaper writer. Yeah, Frogger right? had my job before I did. And then Captain there was Pac Man. There was Pac Man oh, yeah. with the thing. But, oh yeah. Uh, and Pac Man was again both these weren't very good though. And Captain N was just trash. Captain I, N. My favorite memory of Captain N. That was a little bit before my time. But my buddy who had cable internet before everybody else, um, he used to download shows and stuff and put them on CDs and send them to me. And I'd be like, oh cool, I can you know watch some fun things before BitTorrent or whatever. Uh, I have I had a disc for the longest time that was half Captain N and half just hardcore porn. <laughs> and it was so great because it was in two separate folders. So I was like, do I want to find out what's happening in the world of our type or do I want to see some nasty stuff right now? I like the idea of those two things fusing in your brain. No, so no, like, no. Whenever anyone's talking about Captain I'm N, you're like, there's so much eggplant we'll wizard stuff going. No, that's just, no, no, no. Um, yeah, uh, I, uh, another show I really liked, it wasn't based on a game, but it was based on games, was Reboot. Remember Reboot? Yeah, I liked like, Reboot a lot. Uh, I remember Reboot. Yeah. CG everyone, cartoon ever? Yeah. Everyone liked Reboot. I hated it. I didn't like it either. It was in the world of, a, that's what was happening in my PlayStation. That's what was going on inside, right there. I think that so. render. Every time I put a disc in, they got real sad, and like people's families died. Oh God! Um, no, I mean when it comes show. to good video game cartoons, outside of Wreck It Ralph, has there actually uh, been yeah. a lot? Street Fighter was all right. I mean, yeah. there's, been a, there's been a few fun. good anime for that. There's, there was also the ongoing show. There was USA had like the market corner on, on fighting game mm-hmm. cartoons. Yeah, it's weird genre to have been like the most movies. successful things. Like that's surprising to me. Yeah, I don't know why. But do you guys remember a... the the CG Mortal Kombat sh- movie? It was like a direct to video movie, and I think it came with like 3D glasses and like maybe a soundtrack. No, or something. definitely don't. Never seen it. Was, it is one of the, and I use this term loosely. One of the assiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Wait, just other really... than that folder of porn on your, uh, on your <laughs> no, that, was, that was great. That was a great. That was a great CD that I had. A great burn disc. Now, I burn have. Disc? I've never watched either of these, but apparently the same animation company that made this Crash Bandicoot thing made full seasons of Earthworm Jim and Wing Commander. I remember Earthworm Jim. Earthworm I remember Jim the theme song. Yeah, Earthworm Jim was like was maybe. I'll put it this way: it was better than Road Rovers. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was a better it show. Me of like the Road Beetlejuice Rovers. cartoon, it was like weird and, and it was okay. it was ch- kind of chasing that Ren and Stimpy ghost. Yeah, but, totally. You know, I feel like Wing Commander done in like like anime style with a decent script could actually be like a real. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. Be just be kind of a cool cartoon show. I would watch Mark that. Hamill. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's you know it's some from, Mark Hamill from yeah, the Wing Commander three touch. I have a feeling Ratchet and Clank the movie could be the next really great one. I mean, it's like TJ. Fick- I hope so. Yeah, he's such a good writer. Like, yeah, and it's sort of just taking the core story of the Ratchet and Clank PS4 reboot remake. You don't think the Heavenly Sword? Animated movie will be the next good one. Maybe I wasn't a big uh, fan of Heavily Sword, honestly. I yeah, mean. I like Enslaved and uh, DMC. I like Enslaved a lot. I don't know. Um, the Crash Bandicoot thing is, is interesting because it, it really is kind of a throwback to a time when video games were just they were trying to be cartoons. You know, like they were still kind of like like Sonic the Hedgehog was totally like oh, that was, I mean, that's that was okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I actually legitimately mm. enjoyed that as a kid. Like really? I watched, like a good couple years of that. Let's go get some chili dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, Tails. <laughs> What's the, oh, the that's pretty good Jaleel White? Thanks. I think I have a sinus infection. <laughs> if I didn't mention that already. 
Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, Hideo Kojima. This is good. We did a lot of Kojima stories last week. This one's actually really interesting. Um, hey, Marty. Yeah, buddy. Do you think Kojima hinted at his departure in Ground Zeroes? Maybe. <laughs> So there's the uh, one of the uh, one of the like side side missions or side ops or whatever they call them in uh, Ground Zeroes. It had you uh, using this uh, like black light scanner thing to uh, remove uh, a series of logos. Was that the that was one of the console exclusive ones, wasn't it? Ooh, that's was a good it, question. I think it was the I think it was the one where you got the the classic snake one, the snake skin. Sna- oh, that eight bit snake classic was- snake skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the. I like, Are we back I to like, Steve, Steve like DVD again? Snakeskin is just this, as like a, a rude kid in the back of your fifth grade class, and he like knocks over a waste basket. You're like classic snakeskin. <laughs> GI Joe character, you maybe. It. <laughs> uh, but so you're erasing logos uh, across the base, and when you get them all, you get a message that say, uh, although the name may be erased, the memory will live on forever. Yeah. Which is really we like very cryptic. Yeah. It's either yeah. just a, a weird coincidence or like a very poignant. Uh, uh, look at what was to come. Yeah. So I don't know if I mean this was uh, Ground Zeroes came out last spring. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean so. it's also worth noting there's a mission where you rescue Kojima himself, mm-hmm. which yeah. is kind of I think it's kind of a weird like I mean obviously it sucks that they're taking his name off of stuff because mm-hmm. he you know it's it's his it's his baby you know yeah. but he's also he's also in it like he's a mission in the sort of the, the prequel to that yep. whatever and you have to give him his glasses back and he's all like. Kept you waiting, huh? Or yeah. And you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Scott Shirky pointed out once that, that Andy Kaufman or that uh, Kojima is kind of the Andy Kaufman school of game design. You know, you're just dealing with the, with the enormous practical jokes that layer on each other. I don't know. I, I I've given up trying to interpret what the man's doing. I, I I don't know if this was meant to be prophetic or not, but I like the fact that he just does zany stuff like this and leaves it open. Yeah, and it might have even I'm... been that he knows his time is winding down. Like maybe yeah. he doesn't want to work on Metal Gear forever. Maybe he was excited for Silent Hills and figured like he was going to take a break after this like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah but it is really interesting yeah it is really interesting honestly and and just more and more as all these stories are coming out i am so excited to see how phantom pain turned out because mm-hmm. everything we've played so far was incredible also i love that we don't know anything really about the main campaign like, oh no yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Piece of, but that's yeah. like it's like, kind of like that and that and the new star wars are both sort of like appropriately buried I mean, yeah. we've seen like a good chunk of them but we still haven't seen anything yeah it's yeah seriously I played two hours and barely scratched the surface of the campaign we need to have Jose in here some week because he played almost yeah. ten hours mm-hmm. uh, and he has a better grasp on all the weird stuff you could do in that yeah. game um, so yeah really excited for that was that September 1st I, I believe so yeah, yeah. yeah. Really I was soon. actually they, they had some new uh, the new Play Arts Kai action figures at Comic Con mm-hmm. and one of them was one of the characters that we see for a second in one of the Phantom Pain trailers but it's like I'm guessing a boss of some sort, but like this, uh, we just got the, the somebody put their phone on silent. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's vibrating. It's it is on up, silent. Up, mo- it's on. It's on. It's on silent. Keep sounding like a little tiny car honking. Okay, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, that's just but the was, vibration there. It's like one of the. I think it was when the Phantom Pain went before we knew it was Metal Gear, and there's the flaming whale, and there's the yeah, oh dude yeah, the yeah, Moby Dick Studios. Stuff. Yeah, but there was a. It look. It looks sort of like kind of kind of psychomantisy looking character, but like so. Uh, there's a handful uh, I actually played as them when you rescue there's a mission early on where you rescue Master Miller after he's been tortured and uh, as you're trying to get to the evac chopper this group of like they're almost like amphibian drop ship Power Rangers, but they're really like messed up and psychic, and like the way they move is like really like it's almost like the girl from the ring, where like they take <laughs> out frames and she's all like shifty and like her bodies their bodies are contorting, uh, but they have weird psychic powers and they can like appear behind you and one hit kill you. 
So they might have been those guys. Those guys were huh. mean. <laughs> the way I got around them was uh, telling my horse to run straight forward. Yeah, and I we think they, about this. Yeah, I they love killed that. my horse, and I just went around. <laughs> that was horse. why. I think that was why Altano got really mad at the horse thing. It all stems <gasps> from this. Yeah. But now uh, that Altano's not here, we can talk about killing horses as much as we want. It can be. We I can hate kill horses. a horse live today on the show. I, Stay tuned. I don't want to kill horses, but I don't like them. Huh? Mean, mean yeah. creatures. You trying to hurt them real bad? Yeah, the, no, I don't want to hurt them at all. But they're the joker. Are you just saying that because your favorite food is apples and sugar cubes? <laughs> no, I was <laughs> eating all your favorite food. Those two facts are unrelated. Are I love any, apples and sugar cubes. Is there any cubes, barley no, left? No, no, the horse ain't at all. No, they're mean. They, they they bite. They kick. They're aggressive. They're unpredictable. They they're temperamental. They, they do. They have huge yeah. teeth. I saw. Yeah, I saw. Mm-hmm. When I was in Australia, I went to a thing called the Melbourne Cup, and. Yeah. Uh, so like a fancy room, I got to see the horses. They're pretty cool. Did no, invite I, you? First time I met any what horses. A weird, just a, I invite me. Just a weird little, just little. I've had a weird a, life. A path there. Yeah, I have a weird life. I went to a room full of horses. They were. Who else? Were there like fancies in the room? Yeah, there were a lot of fancies in the room. There were people making bets on horse racing that were like more than I will ever make in my life. That's awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. No, yeah. horses are legit delicious. So uh, outside that horse, they, all right. they really. Uh, all right, so, moving on. So news coming out of the Evo tournament this weekend. We found out that and this is actually. So Evo is a big fighting game tournament. Uh, it's every year. It is kind of the there. There are other you know terms throughout the year, but it is kind of like the definitive like fighting game tournament, um, at least in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, like there's really high level uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, Street Fighter. Uh, this year they had Catherine competitively, which is fascinating to me. That's really cool. Did you see the video uh, of Guilty Gear? Yeah, that's really cool too. Now, there was a Guilty Gear tournament in the finals. I think it was the finals. Uh, a guy thought that he had won the last round, and he got up and started gloating and realized it wasn't the last round. And like by the time he could get back to his controller, the other guy had already beat him in the last round. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, which yep. is really good. So and no, then kids don't gloat. Yep. Nope. And uh, Smash Brothers has been there the last couple of years. So anyway, big fighting game tournament. Uh, there the past couple of years, I think there was a big. There were like big Mortal Kombat announcements there last year, if I remember right, or maybe the year before. Um, and this year, Street Fighter announced some stuff. They announced a new character, brand new to the game, not like, you know, not an existing Street Fighter character. But more interesting, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is uh, they announced, so if you followed Street Fighter 4 and, and 3 even, there have always been like multiple Super Street Fighter 4 yep. arcade edition. Yeah. Like they, they kind Same of iterate on it. That, that goes, yeah. yeah, that goes all the way back to the yeah. beginning of fighting games. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting. Uh, there will not be a Super Street Fighter 5 they announced this weekend. So basically the way it is, you will buy this game. There will be free uh, updates for balancing and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to unlock additional characters and things with in-game currency if you choose to. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly smart. Yeah, I, I agree. honestly wish that... I wish that we had a model that was something between like season pass DLC stuff and like game of the year edition and just like buy this game we're going to be adding to it, you know, yeah. like kind of what Nintendo's been doing with Splatoon where they kind of roll stuff out, you know, and they're Yeah, like, like make it a platform. It's like what we've yeah. all been waiting for like Just Dance and Rock Band and all those things to do, like just stop with the numbered sequels and just put yeah. out one and then every year you add to it. Expansion packs are a they're symptomatic of physical media you know like that's not something we need to do anymore and like I think that this is really cool it's sort of weird because it's like they're also like you can you can unlock stuff which is really interesting at the mm-hmm. same time they're like you, you can buy the DLC or you can just be really good at the game and unlock it in game yeah. and the whole thing is if people are playing their game their game is like you know, it's that, it's that peer pressure effect you know like it's yeah. gonna be, they, they want to have an active community they understand that that's I think it's I think it's really smart from every every angle. You know, my my one question about how this is going to work is that fighting game ecosystems are constantly being rebalanced. I mean, that was a big characteristic of major fighting game uh, iterations. You know, there were three main Street Fighter threes, but the, but you, you go through series after series, and every iteration rebalances the rules for the character roster in a very careful kind of systematic way mm-hmm. and they work really hard to get it right and this isn't fighting game franchises from Street Fighter but on to pretty much everything that's taken seriously I wonder how you do that in a 
world where not all the fighters are, are present. Yeah. Uh, that, that troubles me a little bit. I, I, I'm not married to getting straight editions out. I, I think yeah. that it is smart to, to roll out individual characters. It's a neat way to do it. But I do think you're going to have to be very careful how you're, you're going to still have to have standard play fields that operate pretty much the same way these tiers do, or you are going to have your balance break down as you introduce new well, characters. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's similar to how, like, how shooters do it, isn't it? Like they kind of just they will tweak a gun. They'll be like, "We made the Glock less powerful," and then a bunch of people who work for Infinity Ward get death threats on Twitter or whatever. You know, yeah. like they're going to yeah. be making minor shifts here and there, but as opposed yeah. to but but for fighting games, it's not just one weapon that you choose. I mean, for a lot of people, they lock in on one person, and that is their character. Yeah, uh, that uh, you you if you tweak and people did tweak between editions, and they get less powerful, and you grab somebody else, and maybe that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's really interesting. I, think I would I would like, assume it's not like frequent. They're not going to be like weekly patches or anything, right? I would assume it's still an event when one of these patches comes out. It's just not going to be a requirement that you buy a whole new $30 or $60 SKU. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm sort of... So they say there will never be a Super Street Fighter Five, but I'm wondering, like, will there, a year or two down the road, be, like, a Game of the Year edition where it has all the DLC characters? Like, Or maybe you even do, like, on the marketplace, right? You can buy, like, all the DLC released so far for 30 bucks or, like, a bundle mm-hmm. deal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would imagine there are kind of slight exceptions to this, like something like a Game of the Year edition when they're done or something like that. Um, I think they're just saying that like you can buy the base game and get up to date. I, I just yeah. hope that we don't end up in a situation where, you know, I, I enjoyed Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition more than I enjoyed Hyper Fighting, for example. Yeah. Am I going to be in a place where I can't play Champion Edition the equivalent of one edition anymore and have to play the newer one that I don't like as much because the game has moved on? Am I going to lose my old platform where before I could have gone and found competition at that level? That that worries me a little. Yeah, I wonder too. Um, I mean, this is obviously me speaking. I'm very naive when it comes to fighting games, so maybe I'm just dumb and uneducated. But um, No, they're impenetrable. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I'm just curious, like with this being on only PS4 and PC, like I, I most people use fight sticks anyway, so I imagine platform doesn't necessarily matter. Um but are there Xbox players who are going to suddenly have to learn a whole new control scheme well, or something? That, games that come on Xbox. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. People who play Street Fighter 4 on Xbox, are they going to suddenly oh. like be... Is, is only being on PS4 and PC going to suddenly be harder for some reason? Or does it not matter because the fight sticks? I think that I think because the control schemes have been so standardized over the years, I don't think we have to worry too much about that. Yeah. Um, especially since an Xbox controller and a PS4 controller are almost one-to-one functional at this point. Were they... Again, I apologize to people who... Think I'm dumb for asking these questions, it. but uh, were there different balancing on Xbox versus PS3 for last gen? I don't um, think so. I, I may be like, expressing my ignorance, but I don't believe yeah, so. I don't think so either. Uh, just all one consistent updates for one came to everything. I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Also, uh, we ran a poll just over the weekend about what Street Fighter character uh, the IGN community wanted next, and, and we chose uh, the right one. We chose my favorite. Uh, so the one, the one that this was a community choice, but uh, number one uh, was Blanca. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number just behind Blanca was Akuma. Uh, and then I think Guile there in third. I was also happy to see Mike Hagar uh, get almost eight percent of the vote, even though he wasn't. I don't know why you said bit, you know? just behind Blanca when he lost by like ten. What? Oh no, never I mind. Know? I can't. No, no, it's like one percent point. Right, one percent. Yeah. I, I was looking down at Guile. I didn't <clears throat> see that. Okay. No. I, as a kid, I pronounced him Guli. Did you know how to pronounce Guile? Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. What, is, what is named in Poland? Yeah, his ghoulie. Gowski. Well, we see Guile with with Charlie and the. I mean, now that they can release characters all the car like this, I'm sure we'll see Guile because they don't even buy him. The top three characters specifically will be. I don't think we've seen. Like, Blanc is not confirmed yet. No, Blanc is Um, not confirmed yet. Um, He probably will. But with Charlie there, uh, see, that's the other thing. You know, now we know they're going to sell characters because people will buy them, but. Charlie and and Guile, depending on the move set you give them, are they going to be too similar? <laughs> Although yeah. Ken looks so different this time around from Ryu yeah. that like maybe they are yeah. finally differentiating a little do you, more. 
So Street Fighter Four, any of the editions, they really didn't like delve into sort of guest characters, did they? What like, like sort uh, of like how like pre- how, how how oh uh, no no Jasons and Predators is. running around yeah. the way yeah. that so, that, I mean, that worked. I, would, yeah. I don't know, personally. I know people like Vince are really uh, against the idea of guest characters, but I think it'd be cool, especially just like delving into their Capcom library a little bit. Like put like Leon Kennedy or someone in there. Mike like, Agarman. Like Street Fighter only... is the one franchise that I feel like is so like pure Sacred. and unadulterated in that way. Like well, the fact th- that they're even introducing new characters was upsetting people this weekend. That um they announced a wholly new character mm-hmm. for Street Fighter Five, and like I think a lot. A lot of people are excited that someone new, but then I also saw comments on like Gaff and stuff where people were just complaining about them not sticking to the core. Well, the reason I put Hagar on this because they did do that with Cody once. I mean, they have done it uh, before. That's Cody ended up in yeah. Street Fighter. Was eventually. that Cody from The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody? No, no, that yeah. was uh, that was Cody what from was, uh, where, was the brawler with. Uh, is it Final Zach Fight. or Cody Final who is uh, in that movie about being a pot dealer? No, we were talking about. Oh, the wax, the wax, the wax, yeah. yeah. Is that Zach Jonathan or Cody? Levine? Yeah. Movies really Why good. did we? We're the only three people who saw the Wackness. Yeah, I like the Wackness a lot. It had uh, Ben what, Kingsley quoting. It had what's her name from? Um, yeah, and it had uh, Method Man and one of the. What's Olsons? the girl's name? Um, uh, God, I always forget. I always want to say Emily Blunt, but that's not it. No, it's not Emily Blunt. It's uh, there were Blunts in that movie though. Yeah. <laughs> what is though. this? The what is, it's like a Gab, great movie. What's her name? It's Gabby of, something uh, or something. She's in. She's in something else. I oh man, I'm the worst. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, she was. Um, no, Judge it wasn't, that wasn't uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That was Drake and Josh. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do this okay. sometimes. Apologies. Okay. Th- this is a good one for Jared. This last one. Uh, Odin Sphere is coming Ooh. to uh, PS4, PS3, and Vita. Yes. Let the people rejoice at the coming of Odin Sphere. Did you guys play it? I did. Yeah. Okay. I played yeah. a lot of MPS2. So, nope. so yeah. Okay. So Odin Spear is this beautiful two D side scroller. Uh, it's being released by Atlas, but it's you know by the guys from from Vanillaware that uh, that that same hitters did. If you've ever played Muramasa, which mm-hmm. is the most I bulgingly gorgeous Wii game yeah. uh, of them it's, all. It's and, really uh, good on Vita, too. And, and Dragon's, Dragon's Crown. Crown yep. right. Dragon's uh, Crown is... I know Beyond listeners love that yep. game. A lot of butts yeah. in that yeah. game. Dragon's Crown and, butts and, and boobs and different yeah. body cracks of all yeah. sorts. And back game, in the yeah. day, the, the criminally <laughs> uh, the, the criminally <laughs> forgotten uh, Princess Crown, which uh, unfortunately we will probably never see because I, I don't remember where I originally heard this, but allegedly uh, they lost the source code and the PSP versions all emulated and uh, there's no way to actually build it from the ground up anymore except to just completely restart. That's not uh, good. Which is why we'll never see that beautiful game. That's I played that on Saturn in Japanese, and that's beautiful. Anyway, Odin Spear is just just lovely. It's one of the prettiest video games I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was released on the PlayStation 2. Uh, it's getting an HD update. Uh, it's going to be high definition. It's going to be simply gorgeous. It's also a very entertaining side-scrolling video game with a neat what, little story. What type of game is, is it? Uh, kind of, I watched the trailer for this, but I never, never played it. It's, 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 it's a side-scrolling or? action RPG. It's like a real, it's real-time hack-and-slash combat, but there are a lot of deep uh, RPG systems. Okay. Yeah. It's it sort of like telling this Norse... Talking? Yeah, a lot of talking. There's this sort of Norse mythology story that's running through it. Uh, there are multiple characters you play as where you sort of see the different sides of the war yeah. that is raging. Uh, the levels are interesting because they're these side-scrolling levels, but you they're like circular, so if you go right far enough, you end up back mm-hmm. in the beginning. And the, and the combat, the action yeah. R- RPG combat, well, one you have this kind of deep RPG end, and then on the other, there's an almost fighting game feel to the encounters but not quite Mm -hmm. it's not quite that deep it's quicker and snappier and everything takes place in a few seconds but you have a lot of options yeah Uh, a lot of a lot of crafting a lot of food yeah some cooking yeah it's it's beautiful again anything that 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 these guys have ever worked on has just been gorgeous it looks nothing else looks quite like it Uh, it's like seeing a painting come to life on your on your tv screen yeah and uh even in sd this game mm-hmm. is still pretty. Yeah, uh, so this is gonna be gorgeous on Vita and on PS4. They also tease that they're doing a new game entirely. Yeah, yeah. Listen, partnering on something, yeah. which is super exciting. Uh, they did one of those great teasers where it's got a rating at the beginning, 
and it's like here's some the, logos. And it just says coming soon. It doesn't even give you a name. You're like, what? What did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> so to get it's oh. finally that ESRB video game we've been waiting for. <laughs> so to get ready for this, you know, go back and play uh, Dragon's Crown if you haven't already. You owe it to yourself. Get out there, find some friends, and play it. And uh, grab Muramasa on your Vita. Uh, if you uh, don't have that, that's a must-play on the Vita. Uh, simply that's wonderful. That's a mur- uh, must-play. Ah, uh, uh, look at that. Uh, Nicely done. Uh, You're applauding yourself? Yeah. Uh, but I never thought I'd no, see Odin so, Spear get an some, HD remake. Someone else, was, someone else was applauding me. Oh, I'm sure. Several, I can't, several people, I'm sure. I can't figure out how they're going to make money on this, but I don't care. I'm just so happy. Yeah, because you're going to buy it 11 times. That may be it. Yeah. Probably need to somewhere in 11 copies to make money, though. Yeah. Uh, everyone a, buy 11. There's a new Godzilla game. Jared, you played Ooh. this Godzilla game. I did play this Godzilla game. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this follows in the grand and glorious tradition of Godzilla games by sucking. Um, I oh. was really excited about it, but you know, we kind of tipped off a few months ahead of time when they said, "Oh, by the way, there's no local multiplayer in a Godzilla game." That's kind of yeah. Your, yeah so this right was there. exclusive to PS3 and PS4. Correct? Yeah, the, this uh, I played the PS4 version, and it is. Um, it's fugly. The monsters look fine, but the environments look like they were made on a PS2. Um, I can forgive that to a point in a budget game. Unfortunately, the controls are simply awful. They were trying to make you feel plodding, but you're steering. It's almost like Resident Evil tank controls. You're steering with the shoulder buttons oh, yeah. uh, to move around, and oh, you plot, and you, like feel, you, you feel too much like a man in a rubber suit. You just do not have enough combat options. You really only have about four moves mm-hmm. for each of the monsters. They're lovingly rendered and animated, but it's just not a lot of fun. You're trying to destroy things and you keep growing and you have this mechanic that's built around that, but it doesn't work very well. There, Most Godzilla games have been bad um, uh, yeah. with a couple of exceptions. And that goes way back. I mean, even the, one, the NES Godzilla was terrible, uh, yeah. you know, and things like real-time monster attack simulator weren't any good. And there's really only a couple that I like. I love Destroy All Monsters, which is kind of the pro wrestling with Godzilla on the GameCube, mm-hmm. if you guys have yeah, played yeah, that. that was yeah. That's a fun one. And the other one, uh, there's a wonderful fighting game for the Super Famicom, uh, which is uh, it's Street Fighter with Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And it's completely entertaining. Damon and I have spent a couple of hours here in the office Rage, playing it. No, no, it's, no, it is not. Do not, equi- do not sully the majesty of Godzilla with the, with the with crap Primal that is Primal Rage. Rage. Godzilla yeah. could fart. But, um, <laughs> no, guy that, on the ground. That's, the title's in Japanese, but it, it's a neat, it's got some neat mechanics. It has a stun mechanic where you'll get somebody and kind of knock them down. And then if you roar at just the right time, you'll scare them. Uh, and the other monster will freeze and mm-hmm. you can pick them up and do something awesome. It's oh, a fun yeah. game. It's that's weird really- that there have been a lot of Good kaiju games, but just none of them have really been Godzilla. Yeah. Like, I like War of the Monsters a lot. Uh, obviously, Rampage has its place in history. Even like certain levels, like the uh, the uh, Lungfishopolis level in uh, Psychonauts. Oh where wow, Raz, where Raz is like a mass, you know, he's a massive kaiju. Yeah, like, town. That level's great. Uh, I would love um, a. I've been thinking this a lot lately. I would love a black and white game. And I think Godzilla could be great for that. Like, I'd love to see a game oh, that man. is like a really that looked like awesome. an old toy. Well, actually, uh, I like think Sepia Tone or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's oh, yeah, a filter just, for this game that does that. Yeah. Uh, it was kinda, av- I've seen it advertised in Japanese. That's pretty cool. I mean, at this point, like the fidelity of a even a really crappy looking PS4 game is mm-hmm. miles beyond what they were working with back then. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be really interested to see something like that. It just sucks that it. Like I remember hearing about this getting announced, and I kind of like my ears perked up for a minute, and then it was like. This is going to be bad. No, yeah. and it's such a great roster of monsters. Sure. There is a lot of love in the game. And it's just, I can't figure out what went wrong. I don't know if they ran out of money. I don't know if they got lazy. I, I, I mean, is the, I don't know, is the problem of sort of just playing as something that big, is that inherently the problem? Like, would a, would a Godzilla game be better if you were playing as, like, a civilian? No, I don't think so, because there have been games like that, and they've been bad, too. Yeah. Uh, they've gone with that several times. And even on, people have managed it on really primitive computers. There's a game called, um, uh, oh, 
uh, now I've forgotten. There was a Godzilla game on C64, even. Mm -hmm. It was good. Uh, it, just moving around, knocking buildings down, fighting monsters, that's not hard. Yeah. Uh, you can't... I think... I've speculated on this a lot, and I think uh, I think most of it is trying to make a, bu a big-budget Godzilla game maybe the problem. I think the more people that get involved, yeah. the more ideas get in the room, and I think maybe some sometimes they try to do too much. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like an indie 2D one could be interesting, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd love that. I'd I'd be pretty happy with just a Godzilla mod for like something like you know GTA. Just, just yeah. destroy the city. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. All yeah. I want, yeah. That sounds wonderful. Movie Even, Monsters. That's the name of the C64. They game. had um, on the SNES SimCity. They had like all those scenarios, and I, if I remember right, one of them was like a Godzilla. -ish oh, a Bowser yeah. would show up and destroy yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. 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 but in the original yeah. SimCity, it was like a Godzilla-like yeah, yeah, monster. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah, you used to be able to grab the license. It, there's a way to make it work. There have been strategy games like that. The real-time real attack simulator is like Advance Wars with Godzilla. See, um, that to me is like the way to do it. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah, it just really wasn't very well done. But uh, yeah. if you did it right, it'd be, it could be really good. Well, the cool one would be like an asymmetrical fighting game where you've got one monster is good and trying to protect the city and the other one's bad. And it's sort of like... It'd be kind of like the um, the most recent Godzilla movie kind of became that, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like it'd be kind of it'd be the score is affected by you know or the who's winning is affected by how much damage gets done. So you're trying to sort of like limit the collateral. God, that's damage. interesting. It's almost it'd like, be like the, sort of the, like, like Splatoon, where to bring it up twice, almost like where it's like territorial based. Uh, yeah, like, but it would also be like the like the cops and triad like skill trees and sleeping dogs. There's, yeah, there's something like you can you can run over parking meters, but it's gonna really look bad as a cop. Yeah, but you can yeah. break a guy's neck, and it's gonna make you look cool as a gangster. There's yeah. a there's a mode. In the new game, that's kind of like that. It's just badly implemented. It's a great idea. There that's be a that's how I would do game it. Where four humans try to kill a monster. Oh, that. But well, hmm. Indeed. <laughs> what could yeah. that be? Yeah. You remember, you know what the worst Godzilla game was? That crappy level from Bart's Nightmare. Oh, that that is. You remember that level? Yeah. I, Bart's level. Nightmare is a, that is a weird game. That's a real bad game. That is a really Should strange video game. Oh yeah. No. So, yeah. Was that yeah. wait Bart's Nightmare or Virtual Bart? Uh, that Nightmare. was in Bart's Nightmare. Yeah. Okay. Those are both games yeah. on the in the 16-bit generation. I remember that was it the virtual Bart level where you're like a dinosaur the first time. Oh yeah, where it's actually like it's really uncomfortable because it's like Bart is a gallimimus and you're like, yeah, doesn't look right at all. <laughs> yeah. Do I, do I see a weenus? I think the worst Godzilla game I've ever played. One of the, one of the Super Famicom ones is just you walking through buildings slowly, like with a little meter bouncing underneath, mm -hmm. and it is terrible. Um, yeah, we, uh, we talked about. Uh, last week, Max, did you play the uh, Morpheus demo? That's like yeah. asynchronous, where you're the you're yeah, the monster. You move your head. Your face. Yeah, that was interesting to me. Um, I think we talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the show last week, but it's the first time I saw Morpheus as a, uh, a like a social thing, to where one player is wearing the the helmet and or the the mask and is sort of they're they're viewing from the eyes of the monster and you can use head tracking to sort of knock things over yeah. and then the other players are playing on a TV using controllers and they're controlling the little playroom robot dudes and mm, they're like neat. trying to take the monster down so it's like I like it's almost like what Nintendo does with the Wii U like yeah. the player on the gamepad is a different experience than the people oh, with yeah. the controllers yeah. Yeah. if yeah, I were going to make a, a new Godzilla game I think maybe I'd try to hire the guys that make like WWE games or something Ukes uh, something like that yeah oh Ukes yeah I don't know why I got, I, really, you, I got real excited by I think Ukes still makes Still makes wrestling games sometimes, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they've been doing that so. forever. What if FromSoft made it? So that's my if? that's my suggestion for everything. SquareSoft to make like Final Fantasy Tactics. I Ooh, like that. I yeah. that. Uh, we don't what have. What about what about Rocksteady? You know, they they took Ooh, Batman. Wow. And a really, really good bunch of Batman games that yeah they took a they made. I'd see, I would love to see them do something different. Like that's what I'm most yeah. excited to see from them. Yeah, Harry yeah. Potter, Harry Potter, Harry yeah. Potter. That yeah, would be Harry incredible. Yeah. That's all I want. Um, Andrew. Hey, you've been playing a video game. I yeah, I started a, a Vita video game. In fact, um, those still exist. That I really well, some of them. What's it called? Uh, it's called Lost Dimension, um, and I can't say a ton about it yet. Uh, but it comes out, I believe, the end of the month. 
It's an Atlas game, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. It's uh, an RPG, but it almost scratches its like Danganronpa itch in that it's um. That sounds real gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, something you'd get while riding the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, so basically you're uh, you know pretty typical like there's a very 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 basic story from the beginning is like there's a bad dude. And he has essentially, like, launched a missile that's going to wipe out the world in, like, 13 days. And they're like, oh, my God, like, who can save us? It has to be the gifted. And I think there's, like, a dozen of them. And it's this dude who's like, yeah, like, if you can stop me, I'm on top of this tower. Uh, you have to stop me to take out these missiles. Like, pretty basic setup. Uh, but then these characters are really interesting because basically I, I believe it is a dozen. And you have this mechanic where it's, like, everyone has their own gift. So, like, one is a healer and, like, one can, like, teleport. And, like, every, there's, like, someone who levitates. Like, they have, like, these different abilities. Um, and battle system's pretty cool. But my favorite thing about it is that there's this system where uh, the bad guy, one of the members on your team is a traitor, is a oh. is a kind of inside man for the bad guy. And you have to determine who that is. And the idea is, like, you essentially have, like, trials and you essentially have, like, much like Danganronpa where you are determining who this person is and you can accuse other people and you maintain trust with your party. And basically, like, the more they trust you, the more effective they will be in battle. Um and if you find the traitor and, and kill them, then that is no longer available to you as a member of your party. And basically, I believe the first traitor is set, but then from then on, they're dynamic, like it's randomized. Um, so it's really interesting because if you level up one party member and they end up being the traitor and they're gone, then you're stuck with a bunch of low-level people. So you have to kind of balance it out. And I don't know, it's really cool. But then you were telling me, <clears throat> like, if you falsely accuse someone... They'll, like, like hate you. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, and they're then never going to trust you. Much less effective in battle. So wait, what is... So you're describing trial stuff. Like, what's the actual... Like, minute-to-minute game. So, I don't know that I can say a ton about, like, mechanics so far. Okay. Um, like, I think the embargo for it lives very soon. Well, can um, I say it? Because you told me. Yeah. You told me and no one told me about it. <laughs> I mean, so, basically, like, the actual gameplay is, like, JRPG battles. Like, I mean, you have this cool system where you're... It's almost like... It is turn-based, and you have, like, your party of a few characters, and you can rotate between them. And, like, basically, like... One character, like, say you have your healer and someone needs to be healed, you can use him. But if everyone's at full health, he can defer his turn to somebody else. So basically you can move on to, you know, the offensive guy or, like, make it so, like, somebody gets two turns. There's also, like, depending on – because you're moving in 3D space uh, and you only have a a certain amount of distance. But you can reset it as many times as you want to make sure you're doing your turn the way you want to. But if you attack from behind, like, a back attack does more damage. If you attack too close to somebody, though, they'll get a counter on you. But if you can have two party members around an enemy, then like you'll get an assist from that party member. Oh, like wow. it's like I really like the battle system. It's it's really cool. so <laughs> oh, much no. fun. Knocks over my bead self. Um, it's it's really cool. I'm very early, so I'm sure there mm-hmm. are things that I don't know yet, and maybe details I'm not quite hundred percent on. How many hours into it are you? Um, maybe like six or seven. Like I'm, oh, I'm real yeah. early. Oh, but, but yeah, scratching the surface there. But yeah, yeah I, I really like it so far. Um, I don't know where it goes, but I'm super into it, and I think we can say more pretty soon. Yes, I mean, you said it's up by uh, the end of the month. Right? I believe it's out at the end of this month, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we'll have more. And that's uh, that's cool, because that's a Vita only, so it's not like a... I think it might be Vita and PS3. Oh. I really? don't think it's on PS4. I think it's Vita and oh, PS3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, everything you were telling me about it at lunch sounds super cool. Sounds like that's something mm-hmm. I need to get a code for and play more. Yeah, I, uh, I want to you know, get a better handle on it, too, because I, I, I think everything I just said is, is completely correct. I, I'm so early, though. Like, I want to make sure that, like... You know, I understand all the mechanics and stuff before I actually. Like, turns out uh, you actually play as a dog, and it's uh, yeah. So I was actually just playing <laughs> Tokyo and Jungle and Mobile, it's a match, and it's a match three puzzler. <laughs> I love puzzlers and dogs. It's the sequel yeah. to Card Fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, keep 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 your eye out for that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. That sounds cool. Cool. We actually we have a lot of a lot of games coming out. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. kind of weird. A couple of them are important. Uh, some of them aren't. Some of them are not important. Yeah. Um, if you've ever wanted to play Mag Max at home, Mag now's Max, your chance. Max Max. Yep. 
That is a weird game. What's Magmax? Magmax is a Magmax is a completely not particularly important arcade game where you play as a robot and uh, you start as like a little tiny piece of the robot and keep picking up little parts of him. It's a side-scrolling shooter. It has some neat effects where you move into above and below areas. It's based on uh, Max's life story. But yeah, but uh, other than the fact that it's got this hilarious stuff. graphic of the robot kind of continuously kicking his legs like this uh, mm-hmm. until they're blown off and you have to grab new legs for him, it's it's kind of unremarkable. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I. I like that they do the arcade classic stuff, but Magmix. What is that? Mag- what is it from? I mean, what era? Nineteen eighty five or six oh, it's just is Magmix. Yeah, it's just an it arcade game. No, uh, yeah, it was released on the NES, but okay. the port's not very good. I love that um, you always you have information about this stuff. We're like, what? What is this? And you're like, well, here's the life <laughs> story us, of the guy. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. It's, unfortunately, I, I got really excited when they had uh, I think Mooncrest up, but the, this is uh, this is not. You know, F1 is that. based on Formula One. It's a uh, kind of racing. 2015. So. I like F1 2015. Is like that's a that's a tells you what you're getting. Uh, one one letter and <laughs> F1 2015 PS4. Yeah, a lot of letters and numbers uh, there. Uh, the one after that is uh, how to fold boyfriend. boyfriend. I want uh, a bird. Yeah, well, so here's the thing. I want to spoil the Yeah, we're, we're we're not gonna spoil the ending here. Uh, there is. I only just found out about this. It's probably super old news. There is a like twist to that game if you unlock the second playthrough um, or like the the true ending or whatever. That is like. Fascinating and totally different than what yeah. I would have okay. expected. So since the game's coming out this week, we this won't do it. A, no, I'm not going to say Legitimately, look it next up, week or next yeah. week, the we'll just for, talk about what it is. We'll, is, we'll give yeah. spoiler warnings. The Hatabo boy spoiler yeah, It is like, so the, 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 what the game actually is that you that you know, like if you're playing this game, you yeah. play as a girl in a high school with all pigeons and you're dating pigeons. You're dating uh, some birds. Dating some birds. That is the basic premise of that game. Uh, if, you, a, if you play through and unlock enough of the scenarios... Uh, there's a like a true ending or a true experience that's like a new game plus kind of thing, um, and that follows a completely different story that sheds light on the actual story. And I, I have never played this game. I know very little about it, but I, I read what that twist is, and man, I want to play it because it sounds really yeah. Cool. I've been I've been dying to play this. This just seems like a perfect Vita game. Oh, yeah. totally. Also, because I'll be on the train, people are like, "What are you doing there?" I'll be like, "Dating a bird." This is my stop. I have to There's get off the train now. At the beginning, I, answer that. I played at some event. It was like GDC or something. Uh, maybe PAX. There was like the beginning of the game. You see like anthropomorphized versions of the birds, like as dudes. It's really weird to like so you understand the archetypes better. It's it's very strange. It's a very weird game. It's a game about trying to have sex with birds. Yeah. Yeah. If you had to date one bird, what kind of bird would you date? Falcon. Ooh, you were very prepared. Falcon is uh, my go-to answer for like uh, peregrine falcon. A dozen different. Isn't a peregrine falcon the fastest bird? Probably. Sure is. It's mm-hmm. the cheetah of birds. Yeah, America's next best bird. <laughs> my something. My wife is terrified of emu, and yeah. one of the happiest days of, of my existence was being at a petting zoo and just throwing bird seed on her um, one day and watching what happened. It was it was oh really delightful. God. You were just talking about how you're celebrating your 14th anniversary. Well, that's why marriage? we've been together throw, so long. You throw seed that attracts your wife's <laughs> fear. Yeah, it was it was pretty marvelous. It yeah. really was. Here's it was depression great, seed. Right? <laughs> uh, wow. No, that was a, that's a memorable day for Andrew, both of us. do you like any birds? Um, Who's your favorite fictional bird? Ooh, this is tough. Yeah. No, it isn't. Uh, favorite what? fictional bird? How do you know it's not tough? Big, <laughs> you can name any fictional bird. I like Big bird's boo. good. Big yeah, bird? Chicken, chicken boo. Chicken boo is a good one. Yeah. The, uh, the good feathers. Big, big bird? <laughs> Every only good animaniacs. <laughs> 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 Alfred Chicken? Yeah, yeah Alfred Chicken would probably be the answer. Yeah. 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 Jonathan uh, Livingston Seagull? Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I almost said an F word. I really hate that book. Oh, that book? <laughs> no, I, I don't really like it either. That's the first time anyone on the show has ever not sworn and then apologized afterwards. 
Thanks, man. Richard Bach is, just a, is, a, is a awful man. I really hate that book. Why? What did he yeah. do? He wrote Jonathan Livingston Seagull. I never read that. Yeah, not, it's a, it's not a, a big a, fan. If you ever w- wanted to read a greeting card that goes on for 87 <laughs> pages, there you go. Is it about a seagull? Yeah, it's about a seagull that just – like if, if there's a – if all the people who did a lot of drugs in the '60s were sort of tired and got put on safer drugs in the mm-hmm. '70s, it is it's that. That's what you get. It's yeah. like it's like dentist office waiting room wallpaper. The book. Yeah, it's so awful. Yeah, Don't ever read Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Play Hot Tofu. This week's episode brought yeah. to you by Jonathan Livingston Seagull. <laughs> yeah. Now available uh, on PS4. A, we also got uh, Journey on PS4. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we beat a lot of dead horses on this show, but I feel like we've kind of just or, or eat Journey. Them. Yeah, we eat a lot yeah. of dead horses. On this show. They're really uh, good. Yeah, I'm updating our review. Uh, by the time this goes up, the footage is already on the site. That we have the first 20 minutes, so you can see how it looks uh, better. Does it look a lot better, noticeably? It, I literally haven't touched it yet. I got okay. my code this morning, and I was not the one who captured it, so I will see immediately after cool. this. Um, well, you, thank yeah, you, Chloe. It's cool if you already. Yeah, thank you, Choe. That's rad of you. That's oh, last name as well. Um, if you own the game on PS3, you also now own the game on PS4. So cool. Congrats. Yeah. There's a Nut Jitsu. Yeah, we're about to get in some weird ones. Nut Jitsu, what? which is probably about squirrels. Probably about squirrels, about, about ninja squirrels. squirrels, if yeah. I did. Yeah, usually we have descriptions of the games with these. We don't have descriptions this time, so we're just yeah. assuming. We're using our imagination. We have Onichahabara Z2 I Chaos. I want to play Onichahabara Z2 Chaos because that's a game about bikini cowboy ladies fighting zombies. <laughs> it is the only uh, game where you cut stuff up that I've played where your sword gets gross after a while and you have to shake it off. Have oh, you ever played an Onichahabara game before? Yeah, yeah. I played, I played the, one of the earlier ones. And I, I was like, it opens up with a shower scene where the ladies are just smelling each other, and yeah. it's just everything wrong with video <laughs> she, games. She's a cowboy lady, and her girlfriend is it's a, a schoolgirl. Girl. Cowboy, right, yeah. yeah. And, and the two of them have to go and fight some zombies. But your sword gets so covered in gunk that you, like body fluid, that you eventually have to shake yeah. it out or Which you can't is use it. Kind of That's an interesting a, mechanic because it's yeah. sort of like having yeah. to reload your sword almost. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm glad this isn't a Wii game because you'd actually it is a Wii game. Um, I had the Wii version. <laughs> did you have to shake your? If I remember right, you did have to shake your nunchuck. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll probably drunkenly play this at some point. No, I, I had the it's Wii so version. So stupid, and I like it. Uh, Poltergeist, a pixelated horror. That sounds spooky. Um, Digital cross buy with Vita, PS4. That's cool. What is it? I is it, know nothing about this. Is it attached to the movie? Is it based on the movie? Probably the Poulter, not. Poltergeist. Probably not. Hopefully, it's just on their great remake. It's based on pol- so it's based on Poltergeist. Oh, there Still we are. Poultry Geist and Nut Jitsu. All oh, right. Well, That's another of those famous chickens. Yeah. Famous uh, birds. Cube Director's Cut is out for uh, PS4 and PS3. Cube's a pretty cool first-person puzzler. Uh, came in a big box. Came in a real... Uh, came in a big box? I think so. I don't think so at all. <laughs> uh, it was... <laughs> uh, it's like uh, sort of like Portal Antichamber. It's pretty cool. Mm. I feel like first-person puzzlers. Squares is out on Vita. Uh, it's the hit uh, sequel to oh. Triangles. Yeah, I love I love squares. They're great. They're uh, like a rectangle, but they're all sides of the same. Yeah, it's an yeah. equal yeah. opportunity An equal rectangle. lateral. 360 wow. degrees of internal angles. That's a one-to-one ratio right yeah, there. Yeah, that's cool. beautiful. Uh, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood is out on retail. Uh, I reviewed it uh, digital. That's the, the, the prequel to... That was the uh, DLC. Yeah, it's yeah. the DLC. It's got zombies that come, uh, come out of nowhere. It's kind of weird. Yasai Ninja. That's the sequel to No Ninja. That's the... That's <laughs> We've, we've hit a weird wall. Yep. And Zombie Army Trilogy, if you haven't seen the hit trilogy. You know, everybody's played Zombie Army Zombie Army 2, but this way you get the first and the third one. Yeah. 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 Uh, we apologize for not knowing what 90% of these games are. <laughs> Zombie Army Trilogy is like, if you if you tasked an AI with naming a, a video game based on every other video game. Yeah. yeah. I'm like sorry, that. people who made that game, but 
Yeah, that, that's a really that's just, a zombie army trilogy. Okay, just, turns out it's a lost classic. Do better, do better next week. Yeah. Um, Max, I have a game I want to induct into the essential fifty. Oh yeah, what Ooh. is it? I'm gonna tell you. Zombie soon. army trilogy. Zombie <laughs> army trilogy. Yasai Ninja Cube. Um, no, this was a uh, PlayStation One uh, RPG that came out very late in the PlayStation One's uh, life cycle. Pretty much by the time people had already moved on to PS2, uh, it is Chrono Cross. Oh, which is the uh, it's kind of a sequel to Chrono Trigger. Yep. I mean, it has the same Chrono thing. the The story ties are very loose and kind of come halfway through the game. And the battle systems are very different. Uh, but yeah, this was a game. It came out in '99. In a lot of a lot of discs in it. Uh, it had a, a whole had a whole mess of discs. It was like a four disc game or something. Yeah. Can, can we just see. inaugurate the soundtrack into the Holy Essential Fifty? Moly. Yeah, really and, good soundtrack. And leave the frame rate and the character <laughs> roster behind. <laughs> hey, I didn't mind the character roster. So. Uh, yeah, this was uh, you know there are loose ties to the original Chrono Trigger, but you you just uh, you play as a a kid like a beach bum kid who also may or may not be the bad guy who's a big old talking tiger. Yeah, and you meet uh, a, your friend who's just like Jamaican girl, <laughs> but then you meet a whole bunch of other weird characters. Like you meet uh, uh, you meet a voodoo doll, like a talking voodoo doll. Uh, you become friends like one of the party members is just a straight up bird isn't it like a block of wood a block of wood is one of them uh, a a warrior who it, may or may not be a frog in human form from Chrono Trigger yeah I mean, now Marty again there's there's a lot to love about this game the combat system is extraordinary the soundtrack is, is interesting yeah. and, like characters have innate uh, they're sort of based on Nate uh, no Nate no <laughs> <laughs> sorry but, I'm, look, I'm looking up this block of but, wood but that that, that, that character roster can just die in a fire why I, what you, I, what's wrong with fire well, you wanted to kill two things in a fire today. I have been. I'm very angry. Very yeah, fire oriented. And all the horses. You want to no, I didn't want to kill so the horses. I did not want to kill any horses. I just, but once like, they're dead, you, you just want to eat them. They're really good. I mean, yeah. horse is delicious. I, yeah. I refuse to ask for this story. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a yeah. story. It's just people... I lived in Japan. People in Japan eat horse. Yeah. That's, this, really, that's all there is to it. So this mm. wasn't... Um, this wasn't uh, Kira no. Toriyama attached to this. No, so I think he was long gone by the Chrono Cross is a game that I've got a lot of affection for, but there is a lot wrong with it, too. I mean, it stretches on a lot the, the the character roster is probably too large. You end up with a bunch of people you don't care about yeah, in your party I mean, at places. Yeah, sort of like the, Suikoden there's a, like, uh, there's a, Okay, there's that's a fair. Luchador, but, there's but a it, mushroom. But in Suikoden... There's a dog. But it's, there's a tea kettle. But in Suikoden, they go home. Like, at least most of these people have backstories. They have interesting oh, yeah. things to say. And a lot of them just go back to the castle and like do their jobs. You're not yeah. forced to shoehorn them into your party. Yeah, Whereupon in, in Chrono Cross, you kind of stuck yeah. around. But that that we, we just glossed over the music. I mean, oh, yeah. Dream Near the Shore of Another World yeah. is... Maybe the best video game song yeah, ever. Absolutely. I'm going uh, to say that this is a big old yes on account of the. By my count, there's about five different dogs you can have. In your <laughs> it's pretty exciting. So I think most of them talk as well. That's all I need from any game. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, playing through it and finally getting to that point where you go back to. Wait a uh, minute. One Luke... of them's a skeleton clown. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about He's that. A jester. I believe. Uh, oh, that so, uh, thing. Oh, that, I hate that thing. It's, oh, a no. Young, a young oh. Captain Olimar appears to be one of the <laughs> characters. He's, a, he's an actual space alien. And there's an anime yeah. pizza chef. Wait, is that just Zangief with a chef hat? <laughs> yes. This roster is kind of out of control. <laughs> it's a really weird game. Uh, uh, there, there, oh, go ahead. I keep talking. I don't know. There's uh, the moment where it does finally tie in with Chrono Trigger, and you go back to Luca's house, and she sort of has, it's it's this orphanage, and it's on fire, and you have to fix things. Uh, yeah. yeah, you mean the part where it kills all your favorite Characters where it from kills Chrono all Trigger. Your characters yeah. from Chrono Trigger, and there's this really cool like instead of having different time periods, there's sort of a uh, there's a world and there's like an alternate reality world where what would happen if was I think if Surge is dead, mm-hmm. like if the main character doesn't exist, this which is, is such an important thing in that 
as the name Chrono would imply, right? That yeah. in, in the first game, it's all about the, kind of those multiple endings and different things that can happen. Yeah, and it's just it's it's such a bummer that uh, the series has seemed to just go on away and will never come back. Chrono Cross oh, feels man, to me like a back. game that they'd never finished. I really like it. Yeah, it's, it's a on good PSN, video right? game. Um, but what Chrono Chrono Cross? I don't. Yeah, yeah I mean PS One is it on Classics. PSN. I don't know. I, I don't know. Honestly. I imagine. I want to so. say it is. I could be wrong. I don't yeah. know. You've never um, been wrong. Never happens. But yeah. uh, it, it's it's a game that in some ways feels kind of unfinished, but it's not unfinished in the horrible, like, you know, Xeno way. Like, yeah. uh, it's not like a Xeno gear is unfinished where you're just sitting in a chair. It's mm-hmm. uh, it, it, They do manage to wrap it up. It just feels sometimes a little rushed there toward the end. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the battle system gets really weird. In order to get the best ending, you need to uh, realize that your attacks, you have to choose how you attack based on the, the rhythm of the song in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you would never know that that's how you're supposed to defeat the boss. Like the way that the musical notes of the song that plays during the final boss battle, you have to have those correspond, I think, with the different colors of your name. I, I had to look up a guy to finish the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. So. Yeah, Chrono Cross. I like that. I like that video game. That'd be an enjoyable video game there. Yeah. Yeah, on account of dogs, I say that's a go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> out of dogs, which is weird because usually I'm against dogs. I'm pro dogs for this game, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's because some of them are made out of cake, probably, <laughs> based on the pictures of them. Big fan of, big fan of dogs. Uh, I so love we're dogs. Doing a, we're doing a thing here. Uh, you told me about this. You did this without my permission. You started this. Where we're recommending things. <laughs> is that how it is? We want to give some structure to the I end of the show. I recommend you rethink your actions. Sometimes you future. just end the show by being like, uh, we're like halfway through a sentence, and you're just like, okay, bye. And then Good you night. Go. It's time for a nap, everybody. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it's a nice thing we do this on Unlock. We sort of we go around and, and we tell people something. I'm cool with that. Something to watch. Last yeah. week, Brian talked about a, a show that you were on. Yeah, with the, chuckles and laughs. The comedy button. But you got to talk I about something else. Proceeded to be sick the next episode we did after that, so I wasn't on it. But uh, yeah, I was on it instead. Though. Um, I was God, on it in your stead. One of my favorite things right now is I'm reading a book of. Um, it's a book. This is called Star Wars Costumes: The Original Trilogy. Mm-hmm. It is a large coffee table esque book about how they made all the costumes in Star Wars. Ooh. And it's published by Chronicle Books. It's kind of expensive. It's like a $60, $60 book, but it's also full of amazing photos of all the actual props and just like what goes into that. And it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of the opposite of game development in the sense that everything there is very, very real and physical. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we carved this out of, you know, plywood or polystyrene or whatever and made it, made somebody wear it on their head. Uh, it's really interesting talking about, you know, fitting fitting Carrie Fisher for that gold bikini and how that was an awkward time where they yeah, had to pull a little wax thing out of a freezer and make her wear it on her on her bosom <laughs> and then have a conversation <laughs> with her while the wax kind of molded to her and just I don't know it's I'm, I'm really into practical effects yeah. so if you like Star Wars and you want to learn some cool behind the scenes stuff that is a great thing to check out also if you have any interest in cosplay that is probably relevant to your interest too yeah that's super cool that's I like awesome. that a lot um, I so uh, Brian Albert and Marina Sanchez, who are two of our fellow co-workers here, uh, have started watching a bunch of classic movies that they've never seen. Yeah. And so like, every time I see them, they're like, we're watching Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time. It's really – it is exhausting. And it, it like it's one of those things where I just want to tear my hair out. It's good that they're doing it, but it's sort of just this like – Yeah, it's like they're so far behind on everything. Yeah. We yeah. watched Die Hard for the first time a couple months ago with them. Oh, man. Uh, but they watched for the first time uh, 500 Days of Summer, which reminded me how much I love that movie. I and I rewatched it yesterday. I still haven't ever seen that. You need to watch it because okay. that uh, I do a lot of creative writing outside of work, and that has been the most inspirational movie in terms of my creative writing of the last like, there's a years. Wow. There's a scene called Expectations versus Reality that's mm-hmm. set to Regina Spector's song that's really, really good. It's probably yeah. the best sequence in that movie. Yeah, it's really huh. good. 
That's if you want a movie that is real about relationships and that'll make you sad. It'll make you uh, as sad as throwing bird seed on your lovely bride. Yeah, it's got that, uh, that made me bride happy, seed. not sad. Yeah. Bride seed. It's it's like it's weird beautiful. too. There's like this sort of like <laughs> animated sequence and musical sequence and stuff. Like they're really cool. It's yeah, it's really movie. smart. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that movie's cool. Go watch that. Andrew, do you have anything neat? Um, as far as stuff I'm doing, uh, I'm, I, I did a, a good uh, interview about dreams with Media Molecule at E3 that I've Ooh. very slowly been putting together. should finally be up this week. Yeah. Um, as far as cool stuff, uh, I'm trying to get back into reading. I like, I was like really good about like reading for a long time and I took like then you eight months off read. and I forgot how to read. So I, I relearned. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to find time to read. It's yeah. Yeah. less distractions in real life. And, and I'm trying to get better about that. So it's like, it's starting slow. Like a lot of people recommended The Martian, which I never heard of oh, until yeah. the Matt Damon trailer came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you had book recommendations, please tweet them at me because I really would love to know. Like I, I want to get back to reading really badly. I miss it. And it's like, don't I feel read like Armada. I don't read what? Armada. Okay. The, the, the Klein book. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard about that. That's my anti yeah. And I also heard bad things about the new Harper Lee book. Yeah. Or the she's new old, old Harper Lee book. Yeah. 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 Jared. Yeah. Uh, I just finished a book by uh, Jeremy Parrish, who's the uh, editor-in-chief oh, of uh, U.S. Gamer. Yeah. And, former, uh, former IGN. Right. He has, he, yeah. he, the, he's involved in all kinds of things. He's, mm-hmm. he's forever dabbling in this project and that project. One of the things he's been doing is playing every Game Boy game in chronological order from mm-hmm. the first year of the Game Boy's life, Japanese and American. So he just finished a book uh, called Game Boy World 1989, and it's a compilation of the first 25 Game Boy games mm-hmm. from the Japanese launch and the six in the American. And uh, in addition to the beautiful box scans that he's done of absolutely oh, wow. everything and screenshots captured off the original equipment and, and this really neat setup he has, he also finds – Jeremy's just one of the best writers in mm-hmm. what we do, period. Uh, yep. And uh, I, uh, somebody that I just envy his, his ability mm-hmm. and, and his knowledge. And uh, he finds something interesting to say about games that you would look at and never give a se- second glance otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he will find something about the Mahjong game that's going to fascinate you uh, that you've never seen or something about the Shogi you, game or something. Did you say Mahjong is Mahjong? Uh, I think I said it wrong, yeah. Uh, I, know, I just never heard of it. I, I have Mahjong. Impro- <laughs> yeah, I have impronounced pronunciation. Incorrect pronunciation. <laughs> anyway, uh, Game Boy World 1989, I, I read it. It's a quick read, um, and it is lovely. It's a great new video game history book. And everybody should run up and buy it because it's wonderful. Here, here, great. Uh, we're actually yeah. working on a, uh, a summer reading list, and I think yeah, that's, that's going right. to be on there. So nice. uh, awesome. that'll be going up soon. Nice, awesome. I love some Borat references. Yeah, yeah. In I like. Too many I like. <laughs> wow, wow, we were. Right. <laughs> and to go outside, and it's like 2004. I always, I always end up conflating the scene in Borat with the naked wrestling with the scene in Eastern Promises with the with the naked wrestling. Wow, those are very far. Apart. I know. Yeah. It, it, it hurts my brain. <laughs> yeah, Cronenberg and and Borat. Yeah. Like, yeah. So a lot of people. Um, I, I, I want to point out that we started bringing back Borat references on the comedy button kind of as a mean joke because they're so unfunny. In mm-hmm. 2015, it's been like, what, 10 years since that movie came out? Yeah. Uh, basically, it's like when dogs fart and they like leave the room and they're just like, Bort, and they're just like, oh, I know this sucks. And they just leave and everyone's <laughs> like, what the? Why does it smell like that in here? It's awful. And making a Borat reference nowadays is just like, it's so... So it's too late. It's too. It's too yeah. long, and it's kind of just like it's not even a joke. It's like a. Do- it's a dog's fart. It's just a problem. Yeah, it's, it's like, a problem you've introduced to a situation. It's a weird habit here now. Like whenever anyone says my Wi-Fi. Yeah, my Wi-Fi. Or white yeah. wine is a good one. Wow. Yeah, oh, God. White wine. <laughs> all right. Uh, on that note, I, I apologize to everybody who had to hear that. Uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, if right. You, if you'd like to follow us, yeah. If you want, if you want to write, yeah, you can write, uh, write. beyond at ign.com. Send beyond. us letters. Send us uh, ideas for uh, topics, questions. Uh, yeah. We go through all those. Join our podcast beyond Facebook group. 
It's a really swell group of people. Uh, we sometimes mind that. You know, we're always in there, and we also mind that for cool things to talk about. Quickies with Brian, or whatever he calls it, or Brapid Fire. Cookies with cookie, rapid cookies. Fire. Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. Oh. Cookies with other, Andrew. There was Rapid Fire, and then there was an alternate name that we came up with, too. I don't know. Fasty, fasties with Brian. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. I like cook, cookies with Andrew. I think that's still, like, I, I just you and a little, I'm a big little, cookie fan. Yeah, a little thing at McDonald and cookies just in there, Kyle. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay. if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm Max Scoville. Marty is McBiggity. Yeah. With some of the G's and yeah. some of the T's. <laughs> I'm also at underscore Babette's Feast. Really? No. <laughs> All right. And I. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, you're Garfap. Yep. And Jared, you are Petty, comma Jared. That's right. With the C O M M A spelled don't, out. Don't follow cool. Brian. All right. Uh, Brian is um, Brat Brap or yeah, something. Yeah, he's a, a horse ebooks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening and uh, beyond. 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 Beyond.